Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Hello and welcome to the Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Boone, and with me here in studio, I have Professor Linus Franke, and he's the Academic Department Head of Soil, Crop and Climate Sciences at the University of the Free State in South Africa. He has worked on a wide array of topics related to crop production, food security, climate change, and agricultural sustainability. Key tools that he has used in his work include field experimentation, farmer surveys, crop and farm simulation modeling, and advanced data analyses. Linking detailed agronomic research to wider questions about sustainability and agricultural development is a key strength. Linus is currently carrying out projects on the resource use efficiency of potato production in South Africa, the development of agronomic practices for hybrid, potato, soil carbon dynamics in grasslands, and research on sustainable intensification of smallholder farming systems in Africa. What a mouthful. (laughs) Hi, Professor Linus. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you. Good morning. (laughs) Morning. So welcome, and it's a pleasure to have you here. Please tell me about, uh, before we unpack your job, please tell me about the best day in your career. When was it and what really happened? Yeah, I I don't think there's a single best day, but um, in my career, I've I've, I've had the privilege to travel a lot and not just for, uh, let's say, short visits or conference, but really I managed to spend extensive periods in other countries. And when when you're young and you're traveling and you arrive, the first day you arrive in a country that's totally different from what you're used to in terms of climate, culture, everything, the smells, the light. I mean, I think those experiences, they, they, they are so intense that, that you never forget them. So I still remember very vividly the day I arrived in India, where I was going to do the field work for my, my PhD. I still remember the day I arrived in Nigeria, my first time in Africa, um, where I was going to work at, at the International Institute of Tropical Agriculture. So, yeah, and when you, you've traveled more, you become a bit blasé and, 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 and the experiences are not so intense anymore, which is a pity. But yeah, the first time that you arrive in a totally different country, that's just unforgettable. I can only imagine. So tell me a bit then about your journey before you got to being the professor that you are in your field of expertise. Um, from just being a student to becoming the professional that you are today, would you say it was a straightforward road or was it always just winding for you? No, it wasn't a straightforward road. Um, and it's also, it was not an active choice when I was a student that say, okay, I, I wish to become a professor. Um, first of all, actually, I'm, I'm currently working in the field of agriculture, but I didn't study agriculture. I studied biology. And I think um, I'm, at heart, I'm still a biologist. Okay. And, and then when you've uh, completed your studies, well, when I've completed my studies, I, I wanted to see more of the world. So I think in my, my early years of my career, it was more probably my my sense for adventure and then an active choice like I want to become an academic. So I, I'm, I'm originally from the Netherlands and I studied also in the Netherlands in Wageningen and my first job then was in Scotland 
Um, and that's also where I did my PhD. But then I spent about half my time in, in India. Um, then my, 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 my next job was with uh, IITA in Nigeria. And that was my first actually experience uh, in Africa. Then I, I, I went back to Wageningen. I've worked there for quite a few years. And at some point I realized, I mean, I was involved in a lot of international projects, but at some point I realized, okay, um, maybe I shouldn't see my employer as my travel agent, but I actually should try also to kind of more establish myself and, and focus more on, uh, yeah, what kind of career do I want? And of course, when you've worked in academics for quite a few years, you're becoming uh, relatively good at it and um, you tend to stay in academics um i don't regret i i i i wouldn't like to work anywhere else um except for academics at the moment at least i think that's the best possible environment for me um but it was only later that i really thought okay i'm i'm going to make my career in this field at universities or research organizations yeah okay that's really really interesting and let's say then that biology wasn't where you started or finding yourself in agriculture was totally out of the question and would you think you would have liked to see yourself do something else yeah, as I said, I, I don't have any regrets of where I am. Um, if you say, right, that was that's not an option, you can't study biology, it doesn't mm. exist. Um, I think I would have also enjoyed studying something quite technical. Um, just think about applied physics or, or something like mm. that. If I think nowadays, I mean, about the big problems that we have in the world, I think about, for instance, climate change. Now, a lot of the solutions to climate change lie in, in new technologies that are developed. For instance, think about solar systems that we're building now everywhere. I mean, if 10, 20 years ago, it was unimaginable what we can do nowadays. And that's thanks to, 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 to applied sciences like physics, that we've got solar panels that are so much cheaper and so much more efficient than they were uh, 10, 20 years ago. So I think if you can contribute to these kind of developments, that, that that's also really great. Amazing. Um, now back to real life and you being in agriculture and you being specifically in academia as well, what do you think makes you good at your job? You know, if you work in academics, you must be able to, to teach, you must be able to supervise students, you must uh, be able to do field work and collect data, you must be able to analyze data and to write articles and interesting stories now i think these are all these are all skills that 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 one can develop and nobody is good at everything so that's why we always work in teams mm. um i think i think what, what is a key strength of mine is 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 the ability to think critically to to cut through to the core of the matter you have a complex research you have um, a complex situation but then try to analyze okay now what's the core of the matter to what does it all boil down i think that's uh, yeah that's something that i really enjoy uh, and i think that's also a strength of mine great so if someone was listening now whether a student in the natural and agricultural um, sciences faculty or department and they really would like to follow a similar career path as you and whether it be specializing in, in academics or specializing in agriculture specifically, what do you think would be the best way for them to prepare themselves? Well, I think first of all, you should study something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, also keep in mind that you must be able to get a job with it. 
I think it's essential that you're, you, you're, you're passionate about what you do. Um, it's not necessarily those students that have the best marks in the undergraduate uh, modules that become the best academics. As I said, I think knowledge is, is relatively fluid. And I think at the end of the day, it is the, the, the thinking skills, it's the, the ability to use knowledge, apply knowledge in particular situations that makes someone a good academic. So if you think you're up to that, and, and if, you are, um, if, if, if the buck bites you, to call it like that, then, then it could be a good career pathway. Um, but honestly, I mean, there are, there are many other good career pathways outside academics. I think you can have a very interesting careers in, in the private sector and in other sectors as well. So and I don't think it's, it's uh, intellectually less challenging to work in a different sector. Mm-hmm. As yeah. long as there's passion, passion like you Yeah, said. I think let's, let's, let passion guide you and also make sure that, that you, you have skills that the, that the world needs. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And no job is just good, like we say. Um, mm-hmm. Every job and every field has its staff. Um, so what would you say is probably the hard or the mundane part of the work that you do? Yeah, um, I think uh, teaching can be fun, but teaching can also be quite repetitive because you're teaching the same thing every year. And some student groups are great. Uh, some students, some groups are, are not so great. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, I think that's, that's a part that not everybody enjoys, always enjoys. I think another part, if you're really into academia, a great part of our work is, is uh, supervising postgraduate students, help them, helping them to do research, to write it up uh, in the form of thesis, dissertations and research articles. And um, that's hard work. I mean, I do a lot of reading work. Uh, every, every week I read probably several draft articles and chapters. And uh, yeah, that, that's hard work. I mean, mm. it's satisfying if you see a good, uh, if, if you see the student really progresses, if you think, okay, that's where you were one or two years ago, and well, look where you're now. I mean, that, that, that feels really good. Um, but yeah, it is hard work. So share for me one secret about your job, something someone on the outside would never guess. <laughs> it's a bit of a hard question. Um, I think one of the secrets that's coming out right now is the existence of chat GPT. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Yes. It only came out a few months ago. So for those who don't know, it's a chat robot that can generate text in all sorts of fields, in all sorts of forms and with an incredible accuracy. So this chat robot based on artificial intelligence is really going to change uh, things. It's going to change the way we teach, the way Mm. we assess students. Um, It's also going to change the emphasis, I think, much more on applying knowledge, not on knowledge as such. Um, And it will also change the way we're going to work. We probably do not fully grasp yet what it's going to bring about, but you can compare the launch of, of ChatGPT to an event similar like the first man on the moon. It's, it's, it really, um, we've been told by specialists in artificial intelligence that these things will come, but now suddenly it's become available and available to anyone. 
And it's 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 unbelievable, but it's also a bit scary. <laughs> Definitely, I can only imagine. Um, so now, uh, Professor Linus, we're going to get to what I always say is the more fun part of the interview, uh, where you don't get to think too much about your answers, and it's either this or that type of question. So first thing that comes to your mind, as soon as I ask, then you give me that. First question, coffee or tea? Uh, coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Second one, sweet or salty? Oh, definitely salty. <laughs> uh, remote or on-site? No, on-site is always better than remote. <laughs> definitely. Uh, every morning I? I make myself a cup of rooibos tea and I make breakfast for my family. <laughs> Great. And last question, my favorite word is? Thought about it. I think it's resilience. I really like that word. Uh, because it says something about being stubborn. It says something about being able to resist. Um, yeah, so you, you can read a lot of things in it, but mm. it's a nice word, resilience. I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Linus, thank you so, so much for your time. I really think that this was a very good conversation and I know that it will really impact at least one person's life that listens. <laughs> okay, thank you very much thank for the so interview. Much. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.